just hello everyone and uh it's mary lynn harris here i'm with uh the podcast of creating an impactful legacy and today i have on the call with me jill vedelis i don't usually pronounce last names but welcome jill. <laughs> thank you <laughs> So glad that you could join me today. So Jill, I just we we're just having a previous little conversation. So Jill, can you tell me a little bit how you um, got into doing what you're doing? Yeah. Um, thank you, first of all, for having me on this show. I love just engaging with other people and um, sharing goodness and sharing myself with their audience. So thank mm -hmm. you. You're welcome. Um, so I was an executive pastor for um, almost 20 years, and I thought I'd be doing that for all of my life. Mm -hmm. And as the executive pastor, I handled like the business side of the church world and mm -hmm. um, managing the volunteers and the administration and all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. I was at a place and I was at a church that was going through some financial struggles. And so I resigned my position and decided to jump into the for-profit sector. Oh, okay. And in doing that, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be really far behind, you know, businesses, they, they already have so much figured out. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, well, I'm still going to make the jump because that's what I do. <laughs> so, so I went to work for a company and I was working for them as their project manager. And I came to realize that the skills that I had and the understanding that I had about how to activate people and how to bring out the best in them and how to get them to really enjoy being a part of an organization, mm -hmm. businesses didn't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And and it was just something that I just kind of naturally do. So as I was doing it for this company, I was finishing up my master's degree and the owner came to me and he said, so I'm kicking you out of the nest. He said, you need to start your own agency doing for other companies what you've done for mine um, and doing it for more than one company at a time and doing it as something different than an employee. And so that's how I started my agency two and a half years ago. Wow. And here I am. It's yeah. amazing that he saw that in you and said, hey, you need to venture off onto your own. That's so cool. Yes. Yeah. He's been one of my biggest cheerleaders and my biggest advocates. I appreciate all that he's done. And, um, but yes, it, you know, I, I think about that from an owner's perspective and I'm not so sure that I would send one of my, <laughs> somebody who's making such an impact be like, oh yeah, you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think um, it's not so much that he wanted you to go, probably just right. knew that you had a greater purpose other than just, you know, helping him and you helped him a lot, probably. And he just said, oh, my God, you know, like she, she could help so many more people than just me, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think that as a negative, I see that yep. as, wow, why didn't I say that he saw that in you, that um, he was able to push you out the door <laughs> yes yeah yep yeah yeah so tell me a little bit more about um uh what how who do you like to work with and maybe uh, share a story about what makes you so unique in doing what you're doing yeah thank you i i love working with small businesses i don't really have an industry that i'm like oh that's my favorite right my my heart is for those smaller businesses you mm -hmm. know with 40 or less employees. I, I've been a part of those small companies for so long. And 
I've seen and experienced so often that they're doing great work. They're doing amazing things. And, and really the leadership is wanting to get better and they're wanting to grow. You know, most of the time they're not like going, Oh, let's stay the same, but they can't, (laughs) they can't afford, you know, the conferences or afford the consultant or afford a coach because it can be super, super expensive. I, I had that when we were pastoring, we had a small church and yet there was this amazing pastor's conference. I knew it would be so valuable, but it was like $1,500. We didn't have that kind of money. So so I love, I love serving the smaller businesses. Yeah. You know, I think about, there was this one company that I worked with and it was a dentist's office and it actually, she was a friend of mine and she saw a post that I had put out and she was like, Jill, I need you to come and work with my company. And we're so broken. And she went on to tell me what was going on and how, how things were just not working. And I loved going in there and being a part of watching that massive transformation. She ended up, she texted me last month and just checked in and said, you know, Jill, not only did you change our business, but you saved my marriage. Mm. And she went on to just tell me the impact of, and, and this is where, you know, right. when you talk about creating an impactful legacy, mm-hmm. this is what people have to understand is whatever they do in their work, mm-hmm. that impacts their personal life and absolutely. vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. 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 You know, like you might not think, oh, you think impactful legacy. Oh, that's somebody's doing, somebody's doing really big things. I mean, no, right. it's all the little things that you do that yeah. are your legacy. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so cool. So um, let's see, what else can I ask you? (laughs) So just, yeah, just keep talking, just keep sharing um, some of the things that um, the clients that you you said, like working with small businesses, it doesn't really matter what they do. And so what kind of things would you go in and do and help them? I mean, what would be some signs or clues that, you know, I would need to know to say, Hey, Jill, these people need help or make the introduction. Yeah. So let me back up a little bit. When I first started Link, I was so naive to think <laughs> that when, <laughs> when people heard that I was going to be available for coaching and consulting, I literally thought my phone would be ringing off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the case. <laughs> no, that's quite work. <laughs> so I had to learn all about marketing and really kind of figuring, figuring out what it is what is it that I do and how do I describe that to other people? And that's still in reality, a process. Like I, I basically have the gist of it, but sometimes I can get a little lost when talking about it. But what I did was I, I did narrow down that how, how we help companies particularly is three different ways. We have a consulting package Mm -hmm. where for six to nine months, I'm going to be a part of that, that company. I'm going to, we're going to do a a deep dive into who is the staff? What is their personality? What are their, what's their emotional intelligence? You know, some of the psychology stuff, um, really getting an understanding of who are their people and then thinking about where does the company want to go? And Mm -hmm. so from that, what roles do they need to have? I see so often that small businesses, they, they create their organization chart based on whoever they happen to have on staff at the time. And right. so it's always changing and it's, mm-hmm. you know, just dependent on people. But the real thing to do is to make it based on roles. What are the roles that you need and how, then how do we develop the people mm-hmm. that you have 
you know, where, where are the good fits for that? And then um, who, who might you need to hire? Mm -hmm. um, but, but it's really about, you know, I talk about how it's easy for companies to have an, a completely new team without mm -hmm. making an, a single new hire. Yeah. Um, just in the fact of understanding who, who are the people that work for me? Yeah. Um, and then engaging them and activating them and giving them more ownership and bringing out the best in them, you know, pulling out their strengths and allowing them the opportunity to, to work in those strengths. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Kind of a little bit of what you were saying is their strengths and what do they want to do? Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like I, I've seen companies where they have some really amazing staff and they're like, oh, we think this person would be good in this role. So we're going to put them there. But then when I've talked to that person, they're like, I don't like that stuff. I'm not good at that stuff. If I could have any role in this company, I would want to do this. And, yeah. you know, just to then talk to the owner and go, what if you made this shift? And, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. And, and then to, when you have mm -hmm. people doing what they love to do, Mm -hmm. They're going to come in excited to work, right? Yeah. They're going to, they're going to be like, yes, I get to go to work today. They're not going to wake up dreading Mondays. Like, I got to go to work. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and it makes such a, one of the things as I was realizing what link can do for companies is we help them grow. We help them reduce their overhead. We help them make a profit without spending any extra money on marketing, without yeah. having to get new clients. It's just, they're gonna increase their efficiency and effectiveness of their team. Mm -hmm. And then clients are gonna notice that and they're gonna be super happy. And then they're gonna refer out to, right. to other people, so. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing, uh, like Jill, is that um, how many things companies can actually do, especially small ones, because they can yeah. move faster, they make decisions faster, they can anyway. <laughs> and, yes. uh, you know, make that shift to, so that they could say, hey, you know, if we do this and that, we could have better employees, we have better processes and, you know, right. like, like that type of thing. You know, it's just how you, you know, I think it's just like the book, um, that wrote the book, The Happiness Factors, it's, you know, kind of what you're saying. You're, I come in and help you bring more happiness in your workplace by yeah. helping you just, you know, figure out where you're at and where you want to go, you know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And just making sure that you have the right people on the bus, that they're sitting in the right seats <laughs> and that they're, and that they're even on the right bus, like, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, that, that one company that I mentioned, when I first was working with them, it became very apparent that there was one staff member that really needed to go, Right. Um, that she just was not a good fit for them. She didn't, she didn't want to make any changes. She didn't buy into the culture. She wanted things the way that they were 20 years ago. Right. And that's just, that's not reality. So. Yeah. yeah you have to kind of grow with the organization and be willing to shift and change. Right. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, I'm just a small person and I'm going one single company, but you know, I know that if I don't shift and pivot that I'll be lost sure. in the ditch somewhere over there too, right? Because oh, you have yeah. to, you know? Yeah. Otherwise yeah. You, you miss it all. Yeah. Well, like I think that we were starting to see that mm -hmm. before COVID. Yeah. Right. Like um I was joking with somebody how 
two Christmases ago, who would have thought that we weren't getting a Toys R Us Christmas catalog, <laughs> right? I mean, Toys R Us, they've been around forever. Nobody stopped using toys, but there's something in their structure that made them become obsolete. Yeah. And now, you know, they are no longer, yeah. that's a, that's a giant corporation that nobody would have ever thought. So we all have had to learn, you know, that we cannot keep doing things the way that we've always done it. Yeah. And then COVID hit yeah. and we really had to make those pivots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some pivots that you've seen that companies do that has helped um, you've been able to help them with? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is helping them be aware of the fact that their people are truly the key to the future of the organization. Mm -hmm. It's not about spending more on advertising. It's not about um, even hiring more people or changing. I've seen some companies where they just change processes all the time. They're like, yeah. oh, well, we must not be doing this right. And so, and, and all along you have people, they have people on their team that are like, if they would just ask me, yeah, just find out what I know. If they would put me in a place where I could do what I'm fully capable of doing, yeah. we would be able to do amazing things. Right, right. Yeah, that's always the key, right? Just communicate and talk with people and find out, like, what, uh, what they want and where they want to go, and you know, yeah. it's all about that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like um, short story is that I. When I was pivoting, I said, okay, what do you want to do next? And I said, okay, well, let's go back to kindness, the kindness business, the business of kindness. <laughs> and uh, it was funny. So I was just starting asking a few people in business, like, is it still something that's needed? Or is it just, you know, like it's gone beyond that or everybody's doing really good. And I had so many women founders tell me, oh my God, you know, we need that more than ever. And I said, really? Yes. I would think oh. over time that we've gotten kind of a friendlier or helpful. And um, they said, no, it's terrible. She, one girl said, I used to work for this company and the guys, the boss, the CEO, his office was over there and a pool of us were working over here. He had to go buy us to go get himself a coffee. He never once stopped, said, good morning. How are you guys doing? Uh, have a little chit chat never ever and and then he'd walk back to his office and I understand that he might have a lot of things on his mind and he's things you know because we do but there's no reason why he couldn't just simply stop to say hello good morning and walk back and forth and there's some acknowledgement and then you know as yeah. people are more receptive to that there's going to be more conversation but it's just that just kind of shocked me. I just like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and now, I mean, with COVID and everybody, especially when everybody was working from home, right? I read in a study that 64% um, of people mm -hmm. felt completely detached from the company that they worked for because nobody was reaching out to them. People weren't, yeah. you know, and, and this is what we have to do in these days and age right now is right. we have to be super intentional about reaching out to our people, touching base with them. And I, look, I, I teach on communication and I teach yeah. on personality. So there are some, some personalities that they're just like, 
I love working from home. I love not having to interact with people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even them, they still need to be checked in on. Right. And, and if they're the leader, they need to realize that their people are dying on the vine. Mm-hmm. And so even to just shoot out a quick email, shoot out a quick text, you know, I'm thinking of you, hope all is well. And that's it. Like, you don't even have to ask a question to be like, is there anything you need? Cause all the people who are like super driven, they're like, no, I don't want to open up that conversation. But, <laughs> <laughs> but again, people respond to, to when you're, you're putting yourself out there to when you're sending that message, just even sending that message makes somebody be like, Oh, they're thinking of me that I really appreciate that. Right. Right. And do you find a lot of companies do any of these like virtual happy hours or anything, or are they just doing just a lot of, just a lot of work? Mostly it's a lot of work, which is really sad. Yeah. Um, and, And some of it is they just, so many companies haven't even figured out how to do virtual world. Um, I was working virtually long before COVID ever yeah. happened. I yeah. worked for a company and I, I moved um, to a totally different state. And, um, and so they, they put up a TV mm-hmm. right over where my desk used to be. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so they're like, and, and then I was virtually present every day. They're like, wow, it's like you haven't even left the office. Um, <laughs> so you know, there's ways to do that so that people are still having that connection because you, you don't have that. Like, think about how often, if, if you think about how often you really connect with people when you're working in the same space, mm-hmm. you know, like you mentioned about the guy, you know, walking to the bathroom, walking to the copy machine, walking to go get a drink or whatever. Anytime he walked by, whether he acknowledged it or not, there still was that opportunity for connection. Right. Um, and we don't have that anymore. You know, mm-hmm. working from home, I go to the bathroom. I don't, I see my dog, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so we have to find new ways to create those, um, those water cooler experiences. Right. Yeah. Those um, situations where people could still engage and have a conversation and still feel, feel good about what they're doing and who they work for. Yeah. Yep. That's the biggest the, the biggest, the biggest challenge, I guess. And, and would you call that like teamwork or would you call that something else or just engagement? Um, it's a little of both. It's certainly yeah. teamwork and it's engagement. You know, it's, um, making sure that everybody's staying connected to each other as a team. Cause mm-hmm. again, if you're not working in office with somebody, it's easy, especially over emails and texts, it's easy for misunderstandings. Yeah. It's easy for things to get missed. Yeah. And, you know, that can just create so much strife. So, right. Um, yeah. Paying attention to, to how is the team working together? How are things going? And so that takes somebody doing those check-ins, yeah. you know, checking in with the staff, how are things going? What's working well, what's not working, what's missing, what's confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I guess I find myself sometimes, you know, like you were saying, we're texting, emailing, I just always have to pick up the phone and say, Hey, you know, like I sent this, but it really means this. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so my, uh, what I got from your response is that, you know, there's some confusion there, you know, because otherwise, you know, how do we know, you know, it's right. just like I was doing these, I'm doing these kindness conference. And one of the guys that was going to speak, he said, 
you know, he said, I'm not getting all these messages you're sending them out because I had to get somebody else to send them to him because his email kept bouncing me out. Oh. So we had to find, so I had to find another email address to uh. for his email service provider. So, um, but I, you know, what I should have done, pick up the phone, but uh, we did, I did pick up the phone eventually and just said, look at the problem is blah, blah, blah. I don't know why that's happening. So I'm just going to change my, a different email and uh, just for you. And he, and he said, yeah, I'm getting them now. So it's like, oh my gosh, you know, so sometimes the simple phone call just really will clear up a lot of issues. And he was thinking he was being left out on purpose. Mm, yeah. And, oh. and I'm going, no, 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 not on purpose at all. I'm just, I'm getting frustrated because I don't know what to do, like what's going on. Sure. And, um, but yeah, it's a lot of misunderstandings, like you're saying with texts and emails and people miss the message. They think, oh my God, you know, like they're, you know, they're attacking me. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. 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 Well, and even like with masks, you know, when we're having to wear masks and stuff, yeah. like I do the very best that I can to make sure that my eyes are smiling, but yeah, how uh, facial expressions and like, I'm super expressive and, yeah. and so to not be able to communicate and, and I mean, the studies on nonverbal communication, yeah. that's a huge thing that's missing. And then you factor in that it's being done through writing. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. It, it just can be a very big recipe for disaster. We have to, and that's where we have to remind each other that we have to think the best about each other. Right. You know, like I'm not, if I miss an email, it's, it can be very easy for me to think, oh, they did that on purpose or they're leaving me out or they've got their own agenda or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then if I shift my perspective and think, oh, you know, I'm sure it was an accident. You know, yeah. this is a new system that everybody's having to get used to. Just having the perspective of kindness right. and the perspective of thinking the best of others, then it can help alleviate some of that stress. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so true. So Jill, can you, um, I just had a question that popped in my head is, is that, uh, can you share with, with me and uh, anybody that's listening is about what is your favorite part of your job that you love to do? Oh, speaking I, of other people and I'm going, <laughs> okay, what about Jill? <laughs> I love helping people. You know, that is, that is my heart is just helping people live the best life possible you know, mm -hmm. realizing their fullest potential as either a company or as a leader or as a follower. I, I love doing that. And, mm -hmm. and just watching in conversations, you know, when, when they get it, yeah. you know, when you're talking them through something, when you're asking them questions and all of a sudden that light bulb moment where they're like, Oh my gosh, it's so, it's so exciting and so rewarding to see. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's why, that's why I do what I do is just so that people can experience those moments that they learn. I talk about, I, in my mission statement is my personal mission statement is that I love helping people overcome obstacles so mm -hmm. that they can be all their purpose to be. So mm -hmm. that's what I love about what I do is just mm -hmm. helping people live that life of purpose and, um, 
and learning how to bring out the best in others, bringing out the best in themselves. It's fabulous. I love helping people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It shows in your expressions and and who you are and everything. So that's great. So you have any final words that you'd like to share with, for, with everybody or anybody? Oh, I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to talk and to get to know you a little bit better, to be able to share my story. And Mm -hmm. so thank you for this. And, you know, anybody who's out there, that's just thinking, gosh, I work at a really sucky company (laughs) or or any business owner that's thinking, wow, I, I wish, I wish my company could be all that I dreamed that it could be when I started it. I'd love to be a help for them. I'd I'd Mm -hmm. love to have a conversation with them and talk about what's working and what's not working and just start that strategy conversation about, about what could possibly be, because I, I I am a huge dreamer, Yeah, you know, and I love to help other people get back in touch with their dreams and their belief and, and their hope for the future. And then giving them actual steps that they can start taking forward in order to make those dreams a reality. Right, right. Oh, great. That sounds so awesome, Jill. Well, I want to get bigger. I'll hire you. (laughs) Please do. And if you're thinking about hiring people, I help with recruiting. So, (laughs) Okay, great. Well, thank you for joining me, Jill. I so appreciate our conversation. It was a delight. And uh, so, yeah, thank you very, very much. Thank you again. And thank you thank for you. creating an impactful legacy in your life and in your business. And helping it's my pleasure. People. Great. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And ending, I like to say, be kind to each other because that's all we've got. Yes. So it's always about the little things that we do for ourselves and others that makes a difference in your life and your business. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Have a fabulous day. Okay. Bye-bye.